Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. This is a HeadGum Podcast. They made a book about a video game. 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 We made a podcast about that book. Welcome to 8-Bit Book Club, everybody. The only book club that makes you dumber. Oh, oh my God. Remember that? I don't. I'm Brian Murphy, joined by my life slash comedy partner, Emily Axford. Oh. What did I used to do with the intro? I think we just, I, I just did it. And then my oh. other life slash comedy partner, Caldwell Tanner. It's so good to be back. I didn't remember any of this because the books did make me dumber. That's <laughs> true. Uh, and then we've got, I think we, Suze was on an episode of 8-Bit Book Club. True. Right? Uh-huh. So, right. so Second guest, Jake Hurwitz? Second guest or first little buddy? First, yeah, first little buddy. Welcome back. Only guest. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Welcome to being a guest guest. on your own feed. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, we're probably going to be doing these more, so uh, you are a permanent guest. Wow, all right, cool. Welcome to our permanent guest. Someday I'll I'll graduate to co-host, maybe. Is that lawn chair? At life partner. Comfortable for you? We fished it out of the garage. No, I can tell. It's covered in mites. Uh, we're doing uh, an adventure book, so we should probably get into it because yeah. these okay, have okay. a tendency to take us forever. Murph, cool. set the scene. What set adventure scene. book are we so doing? So this is Dungeons and Dragons, Ooh. an endless Ooh. quest book. Pick a path to adventure because Just choose for... your own adventure, I believe, is trademarked. Yes. It's your own thing. So mm-hmm. this is pick, oh. a pick a path. Pick a path. Pick a path. That's better. Pick a path. That's actually pretty good. Hey, uh, it's a Sunday and it's raining. What do you want to do? Let's do a pick a path. Let's do a quick pick a path. It's some macrame and a pick a path. I'm yeah. picturing it like a very waspy couple. Yeah. <laughs> darling, <laughs> darling, Dude, come into the drawing room. I'm doing a pick a path. The servants have laid out the options, darling. I simply can't finish this pick a path without you. Okay, it's called Dungeon of Dread. It's called Dungeon of Dread, and it was released in 1982. Great. This Whoa. book is Ooh. older than us. Yeah. Oh. That's and that's cool. old because we're old. It's yeah. just dripping with wisdom and knowledge from a time before. So much wisdom. <laughs> or. <laughs> uh, yes, this is quite an old book. Uh, let's dive into it. Uh, this is like sploosh. a choose your own. <laughs> let's sploosh in. Oh. Uh, me diving. Let's go start picking paths. Okay. Mm, so. That's me diving. Uh, I will start off reading because I'm the most on the rails. God damn it. What are you doing already? I make myself so thin. Welcome (laughs) to a journey into the world of fantasy. (laughs) This adventure into the dungeon. It's fine. It's fine. I don't even want to do it anymore. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kerplunk. I was just going to say Kerplunk. Okay. Let me start over. Let me start over. Thank you. Welcome. We're one word in. One word in and I can't get it out. I can't get it out. I can't get one word out. 
Well, talk. okay. Welcome to a journey Certainly into the world of, of fantasy. This <laughs> adventure into the Dungeon of Dread is a Dungeons and Dragons adventure. You will find a complete adventure between the covers of this book with many possible courses of action. Blah blah blah. Ooh. Who cares? In this book, you play the part of a human fighter. As an adult, yes. you, you stand five foot nine inches tall and weigh about one hundred fifty no, pounds. That's from, incredible. It's from nineteen eighty-two. People used to be shorter. People were so yeah. short back in then. the eighties. Yeah. yeah. This oh, guy. Yeah. This guy's probably towering over everyone. <laughs> In the eighties, I am I am stronger and taller than this human fighter. Five nine, that is aspirational for me. But I bet you can't second wind. This is what fantasy is all about. Can you imagine me being five nine? Can you imagine being one hundred and fifty pounds? That would rule. Okay, you are smart and have survived many adventures using little more than your wits. Mm. You are an int fighter. We're an int fighter. Uh, yeah. You are well-schooled in the use of weapons and are a powerful opponent. You carry a sword Ooh. and a dagger and wear a long-sleeved green tunic over leather britches. Uh, <laughs> okay, classic. Fine leather boots guard your feet. A long green hunter's cloak protects you from the cold. You carry flasks of oil, a tinderbox, a length of rope, and other gear in a leather pouch tied to your belt. I'm and, there. Oh, a lot. We're there's, here. A lo- there's a lot of leather on this. This yeah, is good. Yeah, right, true. Leather a britches. lot of animals die. <laughs> we're all leathered up. We fighter. just look like... Like a meatless cow uh, just covered in its skin. I hate it when books don't describe the britches. Good luck and uh, good adventuring. in my bag. Uh, you have stopped for the night in a strange forest, tired after a long Ooh. day's walk. The area seems eerie and strange. Okay. There is no moonlight, so the shadows are very black. Can the we just I- call out one thing right now? <laughs> yes, we are alone. <laughs> Yes, yeah. we have no friends. Yeah. We have no we have, party. We don't even have a horse. It's just a us. long walk into weird woods <laughs> yeah, wearing we leather pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're 5'9 for it. 5'9 <laughs> covered we're in slightly leather. below average height. Yeah. Nothing but the <laughs> britches on our ass. Fucking 5'9 leather daddy. We're skinny. <laughs> skinny leather daddy. <laughs> oh, wow. Everyone was leather daddies back then. Okay. This forest is weird, but it's not weird enough. <laughs> Describe the shadows, Mark. <laughs> the air is still and heavy. Even the usual night noises of small birds and animals are missing. Ordinarily, what? you would have pressed the up. birds. There's birds at night. I know. Yeah, I'm worried about them. You're worried about the birds? They're missing. Where's this owl snatcher? I accost him. <laughs> Ordinarily, you would have pressed on through the dark woods to the nearest town, but this night you are too tired to take another step. Not this night. Rapid. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. What? What is our dude's Not name? Oh. Do we get awesome. to name them? Well, I guess Holy so. Shit. I think All first right. name leather, last name daddy. That's yeah. good. Leather yeah. daddy? LD. Okay, so leather daddy. <laughs> oh, it could be LD. That's nice. Okay, LD. Yeah. LD okay. wants to explain. LD. All right, wrapping LD's cloak firmly mm. around LD's self, LD lies down <laughs> upon a soft bed of moss. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to saying you are with your sword close at hand. You are soon fast asleep. You dream that summer breezes ruffle your clothes. Oh. <sighs> Rippling you, through the leather. You slowly awaken. <laughs> breeze. There That's is no breeze. The night is calm. To move that leather. Your reflexes scream an alarm and you awaken. <laughs> oh, shit. Eyes snapping open. You see a three foot tall halfling. Okay, <laughs> so we are tall. But... Probably a thief. This is a little racist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Excuse me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Quietly searching your clothes. Okay. 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 Your clothes. okay. A fellow, educated, you don't lead with the halfling guy. part and then say probably a thief. This is a fellow leather daddy, obviously. This is a follow. Just, just looking at your leather. Mm-hmm. Probably checking out the wares. Yeah. In one smooth, swift movement, you jump to your feet and grab the unlucky halfling by the scruff of his neck. Hey, watch out. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. The halfling's <laughs> eyes shine. That's LD's voice. Shine <laughs> in the moonlight. Yeah, and the halfling is like, hey. Hey. What the hell did I do? I was just looking at your I was looking at your leather there, Daddy. Uh, uh, his fear is easy to see. Well, halfling, can you give me one reason why I shouldn't feed you to the crows? Well, oh, uh, first of there are no birds out. That, okay? that was LD saying that. Oh, oh, please don't do that, whines the halfling. I'm just a poor, hungry halfling named Loris. I'm no danger to anyone. Why, I just now escaped a terrible fate. Is you... there an option to lie to the halfling and say that the <laughs> L and L? What do you think? <laughs> Emily, what do you think? What do you think? The L, just say the your L and LD just also your bit. Yeah, for don't Loris. ask. Right. Just say your bit. My full name is Loris Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so wait. So the halfling is so the halfling is Loris, and Leather Daddy's new name is Loris Daddy. Yeah, yeah. we're lying. Okay. We're lying to so, establish oh, common. Yes. Got it. Okay, yeah. so you lie. Choose that I option. Like a sociopathic okay. mirror. I'm choosing the option to tell Loris that your name is also Loris. Right. Loris Daddy. Loris ignores you and continues. 
Fair. I'm no danger to anyone. Why, I just now escaped a terrible fate. If you spare me oh. and feed me, I'll tell you where to find all the treasure in the world. Spare that is, me feed and him, feed daddy. me, Over daddy. Him, daddy. <laughs> Overselling. You hesitate, then lower him to the ground, saying, I have no need for all the world's riches, but what you say sparks my interest. I will spare your life and feed you if your story interests me enough to pay <gasps> for my lost sleep. Oh, so Loris might be oh, telling well, us We're kind of fucked up. up. LD, kind of feed him till he's full. Yeah, but yeah. We're, I think we're being weird about all this. We are. <laughs> Like, 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 I don't in. want any cash. I want a story. I want a yeah. story. Good, I won't murder kill you. you. <laughs> because I'm going to fucking write down that story, publish it under my name, and collect royalties Holy when it sells shit. and turns into Laura's a daddy movie. stealing Loris's story. Stealing lore. And wow. all, all lore, all lore Loris did was look at leather. Stealing valor. Laura Loris loves leather. Yeah. Okay. But I warn you, if the tail does not, I will feed you to the crows. Carefully switch, uh, watching the halfling, you gather dry wood from beneath the trees to start a fire. Soon, you and the halfling share its welcome warmth. Okay, okay. Buddies I like now. this, though. There's something kind of like the odyssey about it, right? The exchange yeah. of a story for hospitality. <laughs> for not murdering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, soon, you and the halfling share its welcome warmth. Its bright light holds back the shadows of the night. You brew mugs of strong tea. Ew, that's kind of nice. It's like, you don't oh, care about me. getting sleep yeah. at all. Yeah. You're like, I'm so mad you woke me up. Let's start a fire and drink tea. <laughs> yeah. If someone made a fire for me and made some tea for yeah. me after I looked at their leather and they threatened yeah. to kill me... Bud made me some tea. Clearly, you've got a lot in common. Yeah. You brew mugs of strong tea as the halfling falls ravenously on a mutton leg and round of cheese. He eats as though it has been years since he last saw food. Okay, Half- I'm feeling a lot of sympathy for Lore Loris. Lore yeah. Loris is eating a wheel of cheese. God, I also want mutton and a wheel of cheese right now. More than anything. I don't know if I told you guys before recording, but I am starving. Yeah, we are hungry. Oh, wow. <laughs> so hungry. Okay. So is, is it okay if I eat this turkey leg while we record? <laughs> Please, just give me a sniff. <laughs> uh, halfling, you spoke of treasure and adventure, you urge trying not to show your curiosity. <laughs> We're so, this guy's fucking horny yeah, for freaking it. horny for stories. We are Loris Daddy is horny for stories. <laughs> okay, Lord Loris wipes his mug with a grimy <laughs> finger, searching for any sugar his tongue might have missed. All, and Ooh. he's horny for sugar. Everyone in this forest is a fucking free horny. This is kind of hot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not just the fire. All right, so... <laughs> all, <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because there's like 10 pages before we uh, get into choices. Settling back against a tree stump, a faraway look comes into his eyes and the halfling begins his tale. I've lived around these parts all my life and a right pleasant place it was until the magic user showed up. A magic user. The magic user. That's the name of my next character. (laughs) Coleman, he calls himself, which just sounds like the last name of somebody who went to high school with you. Right. Uh, Coleman, uh, no one knows. (laughs) No one knows who he is or where he came from. Coleman's the second most popular kid at school. (laughs) My name's Mark Coleman. (laughs) He's got a four-wheeler. Salutatorian. Uh, No one knows who he is or where he came from. One day he wasn't here. The next he was. Things soon began to change for the worse. People grew poor and sickly. Crops withered and livestock weakened and died. And throughout, are you just reading a sticker right now? Did you just, just grab a sticker and start fiddling? I was just looking at it. He, Jake just grabbed a sticker and started reading it, Jake, playing with Jake, it. Jake, that was poor for. I know. I know it was, you're it's utterly silent. Are we? It's more disruptive if I drink from my. Glass. I understand that we have a bit of disrupting Merv, uh-huh. um, but you know we are professionals. We're professionals. Right? Are we we're, not? Are we not? Why don't you pull out your phone and check? Why don't you check you Instagram? Were over the entire intro. Here's your damn sticker. It's gone. Need I remind you? you? Merp, everyone That's at home, entertainment. That's Merp a tried bit. to throw the sticker and it, fl- it floated back it, onto the table. It did. Merp, it's now very light. On you. Everyone we, gets. We are professional. Everyone get fucking serious, okay? Yes. yes. Okay. People grew born and sickly. I'm afraid when, to touch anything <laughs> on the table, which I, guess, which I guess is what you want. There's so much stuff do you, next do you to you. Usually, touch a lot of stuff while we're playing. Yeah. You you fiddle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Normally, there's dice for us to hold on to. Yeah. You're not like sitting there looking at every number. Dice. No, no, but actually, Jake has a really good point. Or Caldwell has a really good point. I usually am playing with my dice. Yeah, yeah but you're like touching. Heavily. He was, he was reading. Heavily. I was reading. It was, stick, it's, it was sticker, offensive. It's, it, they're three inches this, big, and it just says sure. Do, I don't. I, exactly. I, how much time do you think it took me to read it? I don't know, dude. You were looking at it. You were looking at it for a long time. He was just staring at. Imagine if you were doing a podcast with somebody sitting right next to you, everyone just makes fun of Jake the whole time. Yeah, we've been doing it forever without you. This is really convenient that you It's weird that you're here now. 
I was trying to deduce the colors of it. You're I had, trying I had to deduce the colors it. of it. So like, then you weren't paying a, attention lime? to was... Laura Loris' story. Laura okay. Loris yeah. looks at Jake mm-hmm. specifically wow. and says, when Coleman came into town, people grew poor and sickly. Crops withered. <laughs> Livestock weakened and died. And throughout our troubles, the magic user grew rich and powerful. Rich and wow. powerful. Which? Which? That would make sense, powerful. too. Uh, at like last, people powerful. had their fill, gathering their courage. They came upon Coleman in the middle of the night, burned his house down, Jesus, and Whoa. drove him from the town. This is a cursed act. This is what. This is this why is, the birds are gone. This yeah. is why the magic user killed all the birds. This guy just wanted to make his cool lanterns yeah. and sell them in stores and his like fashionable tents for people yeah. to use in the woods. Oh, we're, Coleman, yeah. We're projecting a lot. <laughs> Coleman, I literally sat here and was like, fuck, was that said in the book and I missed it? <laughs> uh, he fled to these woods and claimed them as his own we townsfolk stay far from the, far from the woods but travelers <laughs> who choose not to listen to our warnings enter the woods and are never seen again we saw no i was always too smart for my own good sized the halfling one day i decided i would learn the secrets of the woods why is oh, that smart why would that be a smart thing more loris that's a dumb learn the secrets right. of I'm the too- woods I'm too smart for my own good. That's why I'm That's here, wandering around the woods, starving. Looking at, <laughs> looking at your I leather. I can't find any food or clothes. Desperate for a fucking cheese wheel. I've been in a carbon months. I've been eating cheese and mutton chops. <laughs> I'm near death because of how smart I am. Yeah, I'm fully in ketosis. It's also a really funny character trait to be like, my character is too smart for their own good. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Clearly, I was too smart for too my own good. Too hot for their own good. Too smart mm. for their own good. Okay. Five, nine, 150 pounds. So, but that's, that's, Laura, that's Laura's daddy. Laura's daddy. Who is uh, yeah, 150 pounds. Laura, this, yeah. this halfling is probably not even 150. Three mm. feet. Uh, one day, cents. I decided I would learn the secret of the woods, the missing travelers, and perhaps figure out how to kill the wizard. If I could do that, I could return to the village as a rich hero. So one morning, without even a goodbye to me missus, <laughs> I Whoa, slipped into the buddy. woods. Bad Whoa. husband. Okay. There was something the going on there. This is common. From this is a he symptom of an a long, <laughs> yeah. a long-standing problem. Yeah, something tells me that this mission that you've dedicated yourself to is you just a distraction your from your uh-huh. ruinous marriage. If you yeah. need a divorce, there's Laura there's Morris easier ways left to do his it. Kids. <laughs> Uh, I explored every inch of the evil woods and found nothing. Finally, I came to a mountain just outside the forest. I was cold and tired, so I crawled up on a ledge. God, shut up. Uh, so he wanted to find me, halfling. He's I, I, blah, blah, blah. I must have fallen asleep for the next thing I knew. I woke up to find Coleman standing over me. Oh. So you wanted to find me, halfling, he said. Whoa. Well, now you have, and I wager you'll get more than you bargained for. With a wave of his hand, he put a spell on me so I couldn't move and slung me oh, over goodness. his shoulder like a trust up rabbit wow. then was slipped oh. through an opening in the side okay. of the mountain okay so a little we love to be trust yeah trust me daddy okay <laughs> are we like in Coleman? trust we, me yeah. when i say trust me daddy yeah. trust, trust me. is the king of the freaks yeah this magic user can throw me over his shoulder any day of the week. uh I cannot and will not tell you all of the frightening things I saw. Uh, this is uh, Laura's talking. I don't even want to think of them, shudders the halfling. He carried me to the very center of the mountain, maybe the center of the world for all I know, and there I saw probably all the not. treasure in the world. You said you were smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, probably not. Yeah. It's a bit of a myopic worldview. <laughs> you wanted to rob me, said Coleman, so look upon my treasure. You will always know just how much you have lost. Those who seek danger foolishly always find it. Those who know how to handle both danger and wealth are few and far between. You are lucky. I feel generous. I shall let you go and not even change you into a newt. A little uh, Monty Python Python reference reference there. Very clever. I didn't get it. I don't. don't Turn me into a newt. Just a oh little... God, better! It's really funny. Should we go on? <laughs> Should we? Should we just do the movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, not even change you into a newt as you deserve. When you return to your home, none will believe you. Your friends will think you have been drinking fermented corn juice in the woods. <laughs> oh, which honestly, as a as a listener yeah. rather than a reader, I. I'm not sure that he hasn't been just drinking fermented Definitely, corn juice. Definitely, yeah. fermented corn juice. He's this been is out, a corn juice story for sure. Been hitting the corn bucha. 
Yeah. <laughs> kombucha. That's good. Thank okay. you. Uh, you could be drinking kombucha and have made this story up to cover your absence. They will laugh at you. Only you will know what you have beheld and lost. Now be gone. Black smoke came out of his fingertips. When it cool. cleared, I found myself in these dark woods alone and hungry. So hang on. Hang Coleman on. rules. Yeah. C- Coleman. So Lord Loris was like, I yeah. saw the worst things in the world. <laughs> Coleman was like, you were going to murder me. So let me take you to my house. Yeah. Look at all my treasure. <laughs> and now I'm going to just put you back yeah. in the Check it out. I'll let you go with a warning. Yeah. What's up? I have yeah. several watches, an Xbox, and a PS5. Fuck you. Get yeah. out of my yeah, life. You, just you gave thought you, a you were going to. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like a robber on the skirts of your house. You find them, bring them in, and you're like, look. This is my sound system. This Check is my it sound out. system. Yeah. I got my woofers. Sick, and you will never, and here's the pain I'm going to impart on you is you'll know you will never have them. Behold never my have model train system. set. And you're lucky I won't turn you into a nude. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to come back with all my friends. Okay. Uh, Laura stares in the fire for a long time without speaking. It's not that dramatic, my dude. Uh, finally, he roused himself and says with a shaky laugh, <laughs> You can see now, I'm just a poor halfling of no harm oh to God. or help to anyone. This, this guy, guy is a victim complex. Yes. This guy's halfling. fucking gone on the horn. Do you guys horn. think this dude is Coleman? Wait, maybe. No. Why did Why did Coleman die in the first place? Or Coleman did he get chased out of town? Like they, because they were I, just like mad that he was magic. No, I mean I think he sh- he showed up and every everything bad started happening while Coleman I, showed up. Okay. So it's not like Coleman necessarily they said did it. Black smoke came out of his fingers, which might imply some sort of like some sort medical of condition mm-hmm. or medical condition. That's yeah. true. Leaky finger syndrome. <laughs> All right, carbon fingers. So uh, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Uh, so uh, Loris' daddy says. Uh, Lore Loris, you say gently, could you find that opening in the mountains again? So our um, medium-sized king. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he went from not saying he doesn't give a shit about the riches to being like, where's the like, hole where's in the, the mountains? Where's the yeah, PS4 yeah. and yeah. the model train? So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Halfling stares at you for a moment. Surely I could, but it would mean your death. Kalmud would not allow you to survive as he did me. I was a moment's amusement, but you would be a serious threat. I agree with you. Kalmud is the fucking magic user. I mean, yeah. uh, mean the, the Halfling Loris? is the Halfling. Loris is Coleman. Or Coleman is Laura Loris. Uh, but you would Hold be a on, serious let's write threat. their names out. Oh, anyway, they're the, absolutely different. Anyway, the monsters <laughs> would get you first. They're scary. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so there's monsters on the way. You fold okay. your arms and stare yes. at the halfling, tapping your fingers against your shoulder. Uh, Laura Loris shakes his head and says, I see nothing I say will persuade you. As the wizard said, those who search for danger will find it. Who can tell? You might even succeed where I failed. I will take you to the rock. At least it will prove I spoke the truth. So he's taking um, him to okay. take us to the tight little, little pocket in the rock. Yeah. As the last mountain rises before you, I skipped a little bit, silhouetted against the night. The halfling searches about for a while, then cries, Aha, here it is. A large dark crack looms in the mountain before you. You turn to the halfling, almost expecting him to have disappeared, but he has remained faithfully by your there side you instead of scurrying off into the night as soon as you found the this, opening. Okay, so he didn't leave us like he left his wife. Right. <laughs> Lord Loris <laughs> left his wife. Yeah. Well, his wife didn't have strong teeth. Right. <laughs> Uh, halfling, what will happen to you if you return to your village? Lord Loris laughs a bitter laugh. If I tell the truth, me missus will scold me. She's a hard woman because you leave. Oh, yeah. Because you leave. She scold me She's something hard, good for you, running off in the middle of the night. <laughs> I think Disappearing for days. You're a hard man. You're a hard man, Lord Loris. My dude loves corn. He loves just sipping down that good wet corn. How can you blame him for living this life? It's like starving in the woods rather than get scolded. All right. He's worried he's going to have to go back to being little Loris, the baker's helper. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to start calling people a baker's right. helper as an insult. Loris' daddy yeah, tries to convince him to come helper. along. Uh, halfling smiles, uh, eyes rimmed with bright tears. I guess we're inspiring him. Jesus you look Christ. at the stars. I, say, I don't buy this emotional. <laughs> yeah, arc we're getting for into Lord it. Loris. We're becoming friends. Wow. Okay. As your eyes grow accustomed to the darkness. Okay, so this is us. So we have gone into the. We've we've descended into the crack. Great. Okay. Uh, as your eyes grow accustomed into the to the center darkness. center of the world. Into the center of the world. <laughs> you see a skeleton. Leaning against the wall in one corner, staring okay. at the opposite wall. A small shield lies at its side. With a little polishing, it might shine as brightly as your own. You pick oh. the shield up and give it to Loris, also handing him your dagger. The halfling takes the weapon and shield, holding the dagger gingerly with his fingertips. Great. We're arming Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to bite you, you say. Hold it firmly. Be ready. Don't strike until you're certain of your target. And once you begin, do not falter. 
We're 5'9", and we got zero brains. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to do my best, Laura says, putting the dagger in his belt. I'm scared, but I won't let you down. He begins polishing the shield. <laughs> Keep in mind that I skipped over them right. becoming friends. Yeah, in a yeah, yeah. I won't let you down like a let down me missus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I won't let you down like a let down everyone. Also, me 12 like, children. Polishing the shield, wouldn't that just be vanity? It's not going to be a better shield, yeah, it's not by, a better shield. Mm-hmm. for polishing. Uh, your eyes Unless you're this- up against some villainous creature that can cast laser beams. Oh, or even you could catch the sun and blind yeah, someone. Yeah, fucking okay. wreck a Medusa. We're getting yeah. up to our first choice. Your eyes follow wow. the skeleton's Huge. gaze and see a message scrawled in red on the wall of the cave. Watch the water that is not water and beware the basilisk. The rest of the cave is empty except Whoa. for a pile of leaves and twigs in the west corner and a hole in the wall un- under the message. Well, Loris, where do we go from here, do you ask? I do not know, the halfling replies. I do not remember any trails, just some of the things I saw. Okay, so we got two choices here. Okay. If you okay. wish to investigate the hole in the wall, turn to page 13. If you wish to check the pile of leaves in the corner, turn to page mm. 15. we got to check the pile of leaves. Watch the water that is not water. That's Watch like the- a Dasani or like mm. a smart water. The water Watch. that is not water. Yeah. Oh. Are the leaves water? Watch, Watch the, the water not water that I mean, is not water. Beware the basilisk. The basilisk basilisk is so the skeleton was looking in the hole. Yeah. Basilisks like turn people to rocks, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the So if we look in the hole, there's a basilisk in there. So I think you guys are right to look to the leaves, right? Oh, interesting. I think the leaves are the way to go. Maybe there's some slugs in there that we could give to Loris. All right, we all cool with uh, leaves? Yeah, we're looking for slugs. Uh, I'm I'm cool with it unless it unless it like results in something bad, in which case I'll be like, I never said (laughs) Right, okay. Yeah. Right. In which case, uh, let me get a take of me saying no, we shouldn't do it. Oh, yeah. She can edit it in. Oh, cool. right. All right, can okay. we just get it clean? Damn. Yeah, let's get it clean. Right. Go ahead, okay, Jake. Make your choice. I don't know, guys. I think we should look in the hole. Okay, let's get the <laughs> let's get the other one. Now. The alt, so uh, that one can you be your idea too, yeah. so I can just splice right. that in. Uh, okay. I say we look in the leaves, folks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's really good. Great. Okay. So yeah, just slot those yeah. in wherever. Depending on folks was so hammy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we have chosen. Can I do one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Can I get that with the deeper boys? Okay. So we have gone over to the the leaves. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully that's the right choice. Let's see. Let's kick them before we look. (laughs) Okay. You kick the leaves. Yeah. The pile looks like a harmless clump of leaves and twigs, perhaps the nest of an animal. However, just to be sure, you place one foot into the middle of the pile. Oh, I was right. We kick it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Intending to spread the debris out on the floor of the cave. Your foot finds no solid footing. <gasps> and your arms waving wildly, you lose your balance. Whoosh, Morris, you are falling. Morris, no! You are falling. You slide rapidly down a chute carved from solid rock. Uh, the sides are as smooth as glass. You are moving much too fast to stop yourself. You fly out of the chute and land on your back. The fall knocks the breath out of you. <laughs> you are attempting to oh. catch your breath when Thud, another figure, flies through the air and lands on the floor beside you. A friend named Thud? A friendly, oh, a friendly never. Thud groans Laura Laura. A sexy Thud. No. I thought you were saying when Thud lands behind. Uh, thud, no, another thud. person. Thud, thud Laura Laura. Uh, lands behind you. I was so scared when you disappeared like that. I thought maybe you were eaten by a monster. No, not a monster, just a hole. Uh, Are you all right? Of the ground. Uh Are you all right? Any bones broken? No, he moans. Uh, No, (laughs) I'm not hurt. As the two of you catch your breath, you notice you are in a corridor carved from solid rock. A single torch burns in a bracket on the wall, and you can see that a tunnel branches off to your left. Sweet, I think we made the right choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although they might just be arbitrary. They may each have their own dangers and entrapments. Yeah, okay, ooh, we got another choice right away. Ahead of you, you hear footsteps approaching. A large, ugly Uh man thing walks into your sight carrying a torch. The creature has an ugly snout and long, sharp teeth. It's an orc. It will discover you at any moment. If you choose to try to step into the side tunnel without being discovered, turn to page 22. If you decide to stand and fight the orc, turn to page 20. I don't agree with our medium king's depiction of this orc. Mm. I think that there's beauty in all creatures. Uh, And I think we should approach the orc and let them know. If it were up to me, I would just be a half orc. Mm -hmm. I would have a little underbite. Well, we don't have that choice. So do we You can open coke so easy. Do we want a (laughs) sidestep? The orc. Uh, do we think? Okay, so right now mm-hmm. we are all performers. We've, yeah. we've played. We have to really get into the mind of Loris. <laughs> of this orc? Yeah. Uh, of Loris. Of Loris. And be like, what is. Is Loris? Loris Daddy? Yeah. Loris Daddy. Loris Daddy. Loris Daddy. Are we talking Loris about Lord Loris go- or Loris Daddy? Loris Daddy. Loris Daddy is the medium king, aka the medium king. Or wants to believe that he's brave. Like he came to this cave after saying he didn't even care about the treasure. Yeah. He just, like, 
Sweeping. confronting this orc is what he wants. That's what he, he wants. That's what he wants. Okay. That's what he wants. That's I also okay. think that like we're in a place where you can just fall through leaves. If you just dive into a hallway, who the fuck knows what could happen? That's interesting. That's true. Oh, I love that. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're I've been fight? fully convinced. Yeah. The <laughs> devil you know. All right. Um, <laughs> this uh, complete sociopath, Lore Loris, attacks this <laughs> random dude. Um, oh, wait, not Lore Loris. Sorry. Right. D- Lore's daddy. Go forth, Lord Page Daddy. Page 20. Let's head for that side corridor, urges the halfling. Loris, there isn't time, you say. We wouldn't make it. We'll have to fight. As the orc approaches, you see that it carries the a Lord. sword and a wooden shield. Uh, you unhook your cloak quietly. As you do, Laura steps Ooh. into the orc's sight. That's a the, cool move. That is a cool move. The beast rushes after him immediately. Holding your cloak by an edge, you whip it around your head and fling it at the menacing orc. The cloak flies. <laughs> so Wait, courageous. Wait, are we essentially doing throwing a blanket on a dog? Yeah, right. we're throwing a blanket on I a dude so, that's I, 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 like, I thought it was cool just to take the cloak off. Off to yeah. be like more yeah. like agile. No, yeah. that's what we're I thought trying. was happening. I didn't think he was fucking. No, we're, tri- a we're tricking fight. this dude to mur- murder him. Right, okay. we're gonna make the orc think that he's asleep. Right, I see. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The cloak flies through the air like a giant bat and wraps itself about the orc's head. Uh, the okay. orc is taken by surprise while it struggles to free itself from the cloak. You and the halfling rush forward and swiftly attack the foul monster with your blades. <laughs> oh my this God. is 1982 uh, I, D&D. Guys. really thought we were going to have a conversation. Yeah, no, the, uh, yeah. Uh, you remove- so we'll ner- we will learn no lork lore. No, sadly. <laughs> we'll have to invent our oh, own, Lork, actually. Yeah, so we've murdered Lork. Uh-huh. You remove your cloak from the dead beast. We already killed him. And wow. Laura says shakily, I did it. Wait. Carrick? Just like you said, I, oh, I guess our name is Carrick. Uh, I did it, Loris, daddy. Just like you said I could. But I feel awful. I've never killed before. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, God. You've killed your wife's soul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you killed, killed your before. marriage. You've... Just skip down in responsibilities. <laughs> Loris, daddy, goes on to explain why to it's okay. To the baker and my wife. Uh, satisfied that you have won your first encounter, the two of you continue down the corridor. It bends to the right. It looked uh, fucking sick, Loris. What uh, you did was good. The corridor is long and narrow and another corridor joins it the from the right. Door. A torch flickers at the entrance to a room where the two corridors join. So, so many corridors for this Jersey boy. Approaching carefully you peer around the edge of the door and are startled by what you see. You see a large baboon. It sits Ooh. on an yes. oaken wine barrel wearing a blue cloak. Uh, where le- leather Hell leather yeah. breeches and a frayed leather sword sheath. So much leather. Another we, we le- leather We worship this beautiful wow. creature. The sheath holds a rusty sword. The baboon is drinking deeply from a mug you are truly puzzled for you have never known baboons to live underground much less wear clothing and drink wine can we be the baboon I don't want to be fucking okay I think what's happening here is that this is ape wine this is clearly ape wine and the person is is, the person has drank deeply of the ape draft and has been transformed into a baboon Mm -hmm. okay Okay. furthermore the baboon stares glumly into its mug and seems depressed a depressed baboon how very odd what's this Lore Loris you ask Mm -hmm. I don't know the halfling replies I've never seen anything like it if you decide to enter the room and face the baboon, turn to page 54. If you decide you don't want to face the baboon, go down the corridor I on the got, right to page 71. We got to talk to this dude, right? Talk to this baboon. Yeah. We, the, the we have no choice. I'm having, though, uh-huh. is facing the baboon. I thought we were going to talk to the orc. <laughs> I, know, I don't want to The orc was, I said, attack the orc. Okay. That right. was okay. the option. Okay. okay. But now you said face. Are we going this to? This says face. Yeah. Okay. Is that, I don't want to face off I against the baboon. I think this one is just going to talk. Okay. Because the last, the orc one was literally like, do you want to sidestep it or fight the orc. I right. I'm okay, pretty great. sure that's what it says. I don't remember what happened. You unhook yeah. your clasp and I throw want, it at the ape. I do want, yeah, I want to talk to the ape. I, I don't to want to throw my okay. fucking cloak well, at the ape. This isn't completely real D&D, so I can't promise you we're not just going to kill this dude because yeah. our main character is a maniac. When did they get rid of ape wine? Which edition? So I'm going to turn to page 54 because we're going to face him, whatever that means. 54. Well, who knows? I don't like the looks of that monkey, mutters Laura Loris. Neither, neither You're getting do- replaced, Laura Loris. I'm sorry. We have a new best friend. Neither do I, you reply, but we uh, can't leave without knowing what this means. Holding your sword okay. before you, you enter the room. Laura sneaks Looking in behind you. yet another story to pawn off as our own. Uh, the baboon sees you and whimpers into its wine. It drinks the contents of the cup in one large gulp and stares at you sadly, making peculiar noises and oh, gestures. No. You realize it is oh, trying yeah. to talk to you. Maybe it's polymorphed. So yeah. Yeah. Can you understand him, Lore Loris? I can't make out what it's saying. No, 
Nope, it's all nonsense to me, says the halfling. Tears pour down its cheeks oh as the man realizes god. you do not understand. We must help oh this ape. Oh my god, this is hurting my soul. Heaving a great sigh, it jumps off the barrel and drops yet another full cup, drinking it in one gulp. The baboon <laughs> drops the cup and stares at the crowd for a long moment. Then, without warning, the creature pulls its rusty sword and rushes towards you. Why? Why? No, I will not fight it. Okay. Throw down our weapon. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Back up, Lord Lord, as you said. I don't want to fight this fellow. Okay, okay, okay. 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 We understand. But the baboon will not let you leave the room. It lurches about, swinging its rusty sword wildly and attacking clumsily, but with great strength. Realizing you could be killed by this strange beast, you reluctantly raise your own weapon. I don't think it's trying to win, you pant as you block a wild thrust. Couldn't prove it by me, cries Lord Loras, frantically hiding behind you. Even though you do not fight hard and merely try to protect yourself, the baboon throws itself on your sword and falls dying at your feet! No! What the... Actual fuck. What Whoa. the hell? Go back. We, we have to go back. We accidentally murdered the baboon. <laughs> oh I can't live with this God. choice. Jesus Christ. This book is too dark for me. You stare down at the unfortunate beast, saddened by the event. The creature puts its hairy arm around your neck and pulls your head close to its mouth. Kiss it- him. It mumbles strange sounds, but you cannot understand them. A white cloud appears over the baboon's body. You what? wave it away with your sword. <laughs> and find it away. White cloud? Oh, the final, a final toot. Mm, a final right. toot, yeah. As you wave away the fart with your sword, and you <laughs> find a plump toot. merchant with a large red nose it. lying on the ground. The oh, baboon so that's is the gone. Polymorph. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the merchant whispers. I thank you for the service. Oh, so we basically did enough damage to break the polymorph. Great. Or, he, or is that this is, is it's you know it's dead. He's dead. This is the merchant. The merchant's talking. The merchant okay. whispers. Okay. I thank you for the service. My good wife always said I was ugly as an ape when I was in my cups. I guess she was right. All when the, I was all in my cups. Everyone's bad. Everyone to their needs wives. to be better to their wife. Needs to be better than their wives. I bet Coleman has like a really cool wife. Yeah. <laughs> So far, we can't help but root for Coleman. I'm um, rooting for the wife. The wife guy the of the woods. Yeah, the wife, <laughs> I have a wife guy. The, the wives woods. have taken over the town. <laughs> okay, the fart cloud All reappears, and when you fan it away, only the rusty sword and the cup are left lying on the ground. There's no trace of the baboon Tragic. or the man. Hey, everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody.
Wait, so he just whispers and then goes away? Yeah. Whatever, who cares? You quickly leave the room and hurry down the corridor on the other side of the room. You pass a corridor on your left. As you peer into it, you see a strange green light. Uh, the corridor is empty. It runs straight for over 100 paces, then divides. One path goes to the right, the other to the left. While you and Lord Loris are trying to decide which way to go, a hobgoblin comes down the right-hand oh, corridor. Okay. Its yellow eyes shift from side to side. It sees you oh, and lets forth a tremendous roar and starts running toward you. Oh. All the tall creature is intent... All of the tall creature is intent on tearing you and Loris limb from limb. Dude, Hobgoblin, you got to fucking get out of here. We just watched an ape die. (laughs) We can't deal with you right now. Oh, guys, I got to say, okay, here's the deal. If we choose to fight the Hobgoblin who did roar and charge at us, we do get to turn to page 69. Uh, If you choose to run down the corridor to the left, turn to page 62. Also a sexy number. Pretty sexy. We've done so much killing, though. I know. I know. I'm feeling like a little bit like we just went through an emotional moment yeah don't you think that we're emotionally kind of of retreating i don't think we deserve 69 honestly okay for what we did i am a little so one interesting thing i would say (laughs) is that 69 sort of feels like (laughs) 69 is mutual cunnilingus yeah Yeah. okay and fellatio but like 62 feels kind of like just performing it on one person yeah yeah oh it's like you're kind of like kneeling and you're the two the two is just like sitting in a chair as it were (laughs) yeah Yeah. well they'd be they'd be like kneeling on the floor right sure yeah i'd have to look at the number yeah sitting on a chair yeah no Mm -hmm. yeah Okay. Pro- yeah. My point is that I think they're it both would be, hot. No, I think I think Jake's actually right. I think sixty-two. I could to like any number. Sixty-two is when you sixty-nine by one person uh, sits in a chair and the other person does a handstand in front of you and you uh, perform mortal sex on them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. There so we're is. gonna do the sixty-two. We're gonna sit on a chair and we're gonna have oral sex with this hobgoblin. Yeah. The coolest guy in my high school sixty-two'd every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Loved hearing those stories. In so many chairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so many chair blowjobs doing handstands on a- Chad Kalman was getting 62'd at his dad's lake house every right. weekend. As you enter the corridor, you hear the sound of grinding stone and see some dust fall from the ceiling. Something's wrong, you whisper to the halfling. Let's get out of here. Well, duh, we're getting charged at. Well, yeah. You turn around Just. and start retracing your footsteps. However, before you have gone two paces, a tremendous roar knocks you off your feet and the passage before you collapses. Oh. When the dust oh. settles, you see the corridor is completely blocked with large boulders heavy timber and dirt it's impossible you say we'll never dig out without tools we can only go forward reluctantly the two of you stagger to your feet so this dude just like pushed us into a a place that collapsed (laughs) reluctantly the two of you stagger to your feet turn around and walk down the corridor alert for danger at every step the corridor ends in a room a feeling of menace hangs heavy in the air Mm. but what you see seems harmless enough the room is approximately 20 feet square and dimly lit the ceiling and walls are rough with stalactites hanging from the ceiling the floor is smooth a stone well about three feet tall stands in the middle of the room. The well is covered with mysterious carvings of ugly faces. Yes, wow. we drink the well. Uh-huh. Yes. We, after we kiss after, the faces and drink the well. Yeah, and then we we stand on our tippy toes and uh, we kiss every stalactite. Kiss every little stalactite. We <laughs> sixty-two all the stalactites. <laughs> Uh, sword in hand, you approach the well carefully. Don't do that. Get away, screams the halfling. You stare at the halfling in shock. There's something horrible in there, Laura says, trembling. But I can't remember it clearly. Kalman picked me up by my feet and dangled me over the pool. <laughs> he thought it was funny. <laughs> I, did. I didn't think it was as funny. What kind of monster is it, you ask? I don't know, he answers. I never saw anything like it before. Sneaking carefully up to the well, you glance in quickly and discover it contains only a shallow pool of water. All of your instincts scream water danger. Not water. Be- oh, beware the water, the water that is not water. water. Uh, danger. Everything in you says leave now, but you do not. You can't go back the way you came, and you've come too far to let mysterious carvings around a pool of water frighten you. I'm always saying this. Yeah. What? Oh, we we might be on a bad track. Uh-oh, oh, that's no. good. Yeah. You look in again and see that the water is crystal clear. You see a bright gold key on the bottom of the pool. Oh, this is such a trap. This can't be a trap. This can't be a trap. It can't be And one. yet, if I were in in a D&D campaign and a DM set this up, I'd probably be like, well, we gotta try. We gotta yeah. try. We gotta try. Where do you guys store your keys at home? Because I have a big wet bowl. But <laughs> yeah, we, no, we throw in. it down the yeah. well. Yeah. We throw it down the well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tip of the key is fashioned like a cross with diamonds on each end. Colored gems decorate each oh. corner. The key must be valuable and open the lock to something of great importance. No, well, this Laura is Laura's said, daddy. Laura's daddy said that he doesn't care about riches. That's true. 
Look, Lord Loris, look, you call. But the halfling buries his head in his hands and does not respond. If the key is important, why would it be left lying around in a pool of harmless water? Perhaps the water is not harmless. You could reach in and see what happens. But if a monster does lurk in there, as Loris believes, that would not be a good idea. Looking about the room, you see several things you did not notice at first glance. There are two oh. doorways, one to your left, and one to your right. <laughs> cool. You didn't, I you mean, didn't notice you two didn't doors, notice doors walked, dude? Dude, you had tunnel vision for the well. Yeah. Yeah. Both are dark. You cannot see beyond them. Bones lie scattered on the floor. Loris, bring me one of those big bones. Fetch me that bone. Yeah. Bring me those bones, little buddy. <laughs> uh, the halfling slowly drags a three-foot-long bone towards you. Picking the bone up, you probe the bottom of the pool gingerly, trying to snag the key. Why? They're doing everything so gingerly. Suddenly, the bone is wrenched from your hand with great violence. The yeah. water erupts from the pool. A watery cobra-like head rises out of the Whoa. pool. It surges oh, at you shit. with its mouth open. You jump back quickly. Once you are out of its striking range, the watery creature sinks back into the pool. See? See? I told you, but no, you wouldn't believe me, cries the halfling. We've got to get out of here before it eats us. Calm down, you say. It can't get us as long as we stay here. It's a water It's God. a water weird. A water he knows about weird. water weird. Okay, oh, great. Okay. Lord Loris knows about water weird. I still wish that Lord Loris was the ape. It can't leave the pool. I've heard them mentioned in old tales, but I thought they were never real. It looks real enough to me, says the halfling, his teeth chattering. Uh, you okay, are si- so this is the water that is not water. Yeah, water this is weird. the water that is not water. Uh, you are silent as you try to remember all you have heard of water weirds. You know they will attack any living thing. It drags any creature. It strikes into the pool to drown it. Weapons rarely hurt the monster. If you decide you, you do not wish to fight this dreadful monster, you may choose to leave the key, the monster, and the room. Uh, if you decide to leave... You may leave by the doorway on your left. You notice okay. a cool breeze blowing from the doorway. Oh. If you choose this route, uh, turn to page 86. Cool breeze. What the fuck could that be? Aspen? Uh, or a crypt? Well, I, I feel uh, safer staying here now. Oh, there's more. There's more. Okay. okay. So oh. we can, we can, just, <laughs> we can yeah. go through the breezy door no full of farts, clearly. Right. Uh, or you may leave by the doorway on the right. If you choose this way, turn to page 73. It's just a regular ass door. If you decide to stay and try to get the mysterious key, turn to page 77. I say no way we stay for the key. I Wait, I'm wondering, key. like, are there I options? Wanna, I gotta want to go for the key, Beware too. the water that is not. I want to see what the options for getting the key are if it's going to give us multiple no, options. No, it's not. It doesn't. All right. That's not how these books work. Okay. What if we, yeah, what if we right. drink it, Do you though? Guys... What if we drink it? What if we slurp all the water up? I think it's not going to be an option. There's a part of me... Look, I'm between key and cool breeze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let Jake, the choice master, decide. My thinking is that, that Loris seems to know about water weirds. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like a degree of confidence, you know, but mm. the way Murph is looking at me, I don't think I could, I don't think I could handle killing Loris. Fair enough. So I am going to go ahead. You can go. It is, it is sort of a rite of passage of 8-Bit Book Club yeah. for uh, the players to get us killed. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do. I mean, I agree that we were specifically so warned does, about this water. So I will say we were specifically warned about this water and it literally says weapons rarely hurt the monster. Right. Mm-hmm. It literally says weapons rarely hurt the monster. We said we thought this was a trap. Does everyone want to grab the key? I want to go towards the cool the breeze. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to vote against no matter what against the key. Okay. Does anyone enough. vote for the key? Go ahead and raise your hand. Raise your hand if you raise want to grab the key. Raise your hand for this podcast. I'm going to I'm going to vote for the key because okay. I think okay. that if Loris died here that his wife would finally be free. Okay. Caldwell votes for the key. Mm-hmm. Okay. Emily's voting for Breezy Door. Yeah. I think I'll go Breezy Door as well. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. I'm cool with Breezy Door. That's okay. in the middle for That's, me. Between wow. key and a breeze, we went for the breeze. Look okay. at that. The council has spoken. <laughs> I will harbor this grudge forever. All right. Page 86. As you travel down this corridor away from the water weird, you see that another passage opens to the left. It is dimly lit, but you see nothing. Let's stay out of that corridor for now, you say. You say, as you continue <laughs> down. Choice fine, dude. <laughs> Random. Uh, as you continue down the corridor, you see stone faces carved in the side of the corridor. More the faces stone have, faces petrified from the basilisk, maybe. Oh, the faces Whoa. have ugly, snarling features. Uh, gosh... Uh, Laura's daddy, Lord Laura this says. This is definitely a gosh look, moment. Look at those ugly faces. As you proceed, the carvings become <laughs> larger. Uh, they're only stone, Lord Loris, you say, with more courage than you feel. No, they hate are this. Not. The two of you creep along under the gaze of the stone monsters. This is basilisk stuff. A torch uh, lit room opens before you. Large wooden beams rise on both sides of the doorway. You notice the corridor continues on the other side of the room. As you examine the room, you feel as though a thousand eyes are watching you. Very oh, bad stuff. Oh my god. We could have been slurping key right now. We could have been just, just <laughs> downing be, water weird. We will, maybe that'll be uh, our our uh, bonus content on the Patreon for this episode oh, to see what happens idea. if we grab the key. I yes. guarantee it's a death. 
You could be having Guaranteed. a tasty little water weird I guarantee it. soda. I guarantee it. Um, I guarantee it. Before you stand, it's the most horrible collection of statues you've ever seen. Stone monsters, only mm. a madman mm. could imagine. Mm. Leer down at you from pedestals, blah, blah, blah. Oh, maybe this magic user, like creates sculpts from stone and then brings the stone to life. I know that there's a basilisk, yeah. so it's probably that, but I like the idea of that being a magic user sculpting. Do you think this is a magic user that like set up shop on the side of the highway and has like all those like fun bronze sculptures and stone sculptures of like a gorilla or like, you know, like a big stone Shrek and you can like buy them and pick them up? And put them in your garden? Yeah, put them yeah, in your garden. Yeah, I think that this guy makes garden ornaments for Alright, sure. I have read ahead. <laughs> I don't know what anyone said. Uh, so uh, one of them, one of the stone statues is a gargoyle oh no yeah. uh, the gargoyle flaps to life and is gonna try to attack us um, Lore, what a uh, long day Loristati uh, thinks <laughs> that it could be Coleman's servant perhaps the wizard is near if you think you must fight the gargoyle even though it is one of the fiercest creatures you expect to meet in this dungeon uh, and <laughs> enter the room and turn to page okay. 100 well, if you do not wish to fight the corridor re- corridor if you do not wish to fight the gargoyle not a corridor Return to the dimly lit corridor. I fight the corridor. Yeah, can we fight the do you guys corridor? Want to go to, do you guys want to go fight the corridor? Let's fight the yeah, corridor. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go fight the corridor. corridor. Stick a okay. sword into a support beam. Okay. <laughs> the corridor you know runs that straight. Gargoyles and grotesques are actually used to, um, they're an architectural feature that serves a function. They're used to uh, channel like, the liquid the away water? from the water. Yeah. Away from the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So they're it also is kind of like fighting a wall. All architects are freaks. Yeah. <laughs> dirty, twisted All little freaks. Fucking freak. I'm sorry, Fla- Frank Lloyd Wright. Your mind is Frank Lloyd wrong. All right. <laughs> this corridor runs straight and smooth for several hundred paces. After a time, torches line the walls. Your way is well lit. The corridor slopes upwards, twisting and turning upon itself. At last, you stand before a large boulder. The corridor ends here. There is nowhere else to go. You are puzzled. Searching the face of the boulder, you discover a hidden handle and pull it. The entire boulder. Every time you think there's no door, you immediately find it. (laughs) Yeah. The the entire boulder swings slowly toward you. You step aside in amazement. The boulder swings completely open and fresh air rushes into the corridor. Looking (gasps) around the the edge of the opening, you see that it is very dark beyond. You step through the opening and... The immense boulder closes behind you. There is now no sign of the door. This sounds like one of Coleman's tricks. Loris, daddy, cries Laura Loris. We're outside. The blackness <laughs> is only night. Cool, fresh air blows about you. You smell cool. You smell pine trees and green growing things. You are outside and you are safe, but you have come away with little or no treasure wait, to make it wait. worth your while. <laughs> considering the dangers you no. faced, perhaps <laughs> you can find the opening in the rock and try again another day. As wow. the two of you pick your way down the side of the mountain, a deep mocking laugh. After echoes down the mountainside. Oh. The halfling suddenly turns back toward the mountain and raises a clenched fist, shouting, Someday, Coleman, Lore, uh, Loris, Daddy, and I, Lore, Loris, will return to your lair for another battle. Next time, the outcome will be different. You and Lord Loris turn down the mountain and start oh. the long journey back to Lord Loris's village. <laughs> the end. So Lord, that's a happy so ending. Wow. He needs to go Loris. home. He needs to go home to his wife. He's Lord gonna go Loris. home to his wife and say, "I killed my first person." Yeah, <laughs> I, t- I, I take back blood. I took a life today. Will you take me back? <laughs> this Please, is sweet- Linda. Oh, sweet Linda. <laughs> Not only did I take my first life, I saw an ape turn to dust in front of my very eyes. I want to be a baker's apprentice again, Linda. I guess, I, I mean, I guess we've never had to face that gargoyle. I wonder if this, we got a medium ending. And, We're a medium uh, king, we so gotten, yeah. For Lord's yeah. daddy, this is the best possible outcome, the yeah. He didn't care about the treasure. Uh-huh. He just wanted the yeah. He met a friend for life. He, yeah. And we're, fr- and we're friends. And yeah. a friend think, that we totally trust. Here's the thing. I think that Loris daddy is going to go into this village, is going to meet Linda, the, mm. the oh, baker's wife. Steal, steal mm-hmm. the wife. Loris daddy is going to realize, is going to see what Loris Loris could never yeah. fucking see. So Linda's getting a happy ending. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Linda's going to sit in a chair while <laughs> while we go down. <laughs> That's right. Handstand style. <laughs> You're going to get 62 tonight, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Pick out your favorite chair that you don't mind getting a little funky. <laughs> uh, so Jake, Something what, easy to clean, ideally. Uh, Jake, how do you feel being on uh, Ape It Book Club and in classic Ape It Book Club fashion us not beating the adventure book that we uh, put? Right. I'm, I'm very very impressed. I, this was my first time listening to the podcast. Right. 
<laughs> we were only on your network for uh, two years. We yeah, sent you no, a bunch of sample were, episodes. At a time when there was out. a lot less podcasts yeah, on the network yeah, yeah. too, I, sh- I arguably should have. But it's a great, <laughs> what a great show! <laughs> you guys should bring yeah. it back. Actually, you know what? You have been on Ape Book Club before. Oh, because didn't we announce yes. NADPod yes. on Ape Book Club? That's mm-hmm. right. So I think you right. still Episode are the second zero. guest. Did you but, block right. that from your memory or yeah. something? No, I mean not anymore. It's a very happy memory. Should we should we rank this book? I actually I thought it was kind of A to J. Yeah, I felt I felt, and maybe it's because we used to do adventure books when we hadn't been playing D and D. But I felt really, really railroaded by this book. Uh, actually, <laughs> all yeah. of them are like that. <laughs> but yeah, it just is. It felt like it was like the illusion of choice yeah. as opposed to actual choice. Right. Exactly. I think making D and D made me feel like we would have a lot more yeah. like autonomy when we got yeah. into it. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, oh, I want to go over to the leaves, but I want to, I want to like <laughs> test. I don't want to fall through. How, would, I how do you propose usually, you write that? I want to, I, you, you couldn't, but it's just like right. fuck with my brain. So you just want to play D and D. I'll I, tell yeah. you how you write that. Part. I wanted to roll for stuff. Yeah. Actually, I, I should have been able to roll, and if I rolled high, you should have read ahead and given me a hint. You should yeah. play Sonic. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's good. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I will say I I liked that because Sonic we could sit there and read it for three hours uh-huh. and then just get three stuck. hours of heaven. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there was a rolling aspect, but it didn't tell you like what the stats did, so it'd be like like Emily and Caldwell one time built the stupidest Sonic possible where he was just really buff and really cool hog. but really a slow. A buff cool hog. Yeah. And there was there was a point where we had to beat a dude like on a speed roll and we literally couldn't do it unless we rolled a six and we just died yeah. like three times in a row. Yeah. So and this funny. is why we should have drank the snake. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do that on the short run. So over, oh, on the, over on the Patreon, we'll do a replay get starting at the key. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's we'll go to the great. Key. Uh, and if another we die right fate. away, maybe we'll fight the gargoyle. Friends, another yeah. world awaits you. A another better world. world. <laughs> this is our first time getting a medium ending. Like Mario yeah. and yeah, stuff, they true. usually die. I like that. Sonic usually dies mm-hmm. yeah i think it was also like more confusing because um like when we play as like sonic the hedgehog i don't have any relation to sonic the hedgehog but this uh-huh. i was like kind of confused by the fact that we were like a kind of a piece of shit yeah <laughs> yeah i did not fucking like this guy uh-huh. his best friend is like uh left his wife high and dry <laughs> left his wife and then is like stabbing apes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think that was the part when the when the man like turned to dust in our hand i was like <laughs> And also whispered that like <laughs> I'm whispered, a piece like, of shit because my yeah, wife says yeah, that. Wife. My wife says cups. I look like an ape <laughs> in, in my cups. <laughs> me cups. Uh, cups. I love Our it. name is Carrick, right? Carrick apparently. Carrick apparently. Yeah. That that was the two pages of them becoming friends that we skipped. Mm-hmm. So you think it would have been worse if we had read a Sonic Adventure book and Knuckles was like complaining about his wife all the time? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's this, because this the characters really... in Sonic the Hedgehog are so like such wonderful characters. <laughs> yeah. This was very 1982. Yeah. This was like all of the stuff about <laughs> D&D that was like problematic. And then also on top of that, the take my wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was really I, nothing yeah. subversive about this. Uh, yeah, I could yeah. really see like the Dungeons and Dragons 2 level quality movie being made of this though. Just like oh, very wow. poor lighting, very bad costuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just two guys in like a cave. We I like play looking. Snails. I like looking at a leaf pile and then falling through it. The leaf pile that was, was fun. That was a fun. That intro felt satisfying. For sure. yeah. I liked the cursed ape man. I thought yeah, that was I did classic like D and D. I did like it. Fun. You're right because I did like it. It was plate. good. Didn't love yeah. that. It was good storytelling, but it because it was the illusion of choice. Yeah. Then when it worked out the way it did, and I had so little hand in it. So yeah, I think what we need to do. That was really confusing to me. All right, guys. Why don't we go ahead and wrap this one up? We'll be. Over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing Wee. yet. Uh, we will be doing a little, uh, another playthrough. Uh, just yes. trying to grab that cross key. We're going to get that beautiful key. Yeah. What um, if it just ends up being a decorative necklace? I definitely had be. a decorative what necklace. What if the snake is like, ooh, it tickles when you do that. Thank you. <laughs> You're going to have to tune in to find out. <laughs> yeah, I will say the gargoyle, the uh, book was very much like, it's. do you want to fight this even though it's the strongest thing you'll fight here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's a clue. But the yeah. water weird but also seemed like the, it was the same thing. But also, the yeah, it was like, beware the water that is not water. Okay, I guess I'm going to not go for it. But now I'm like, mm, now I'm like okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check it out. I think bravery is going to be rewarded. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Yeah, I'll plug our show, which is tonight, 
Yes, Whoa. in London, in London yeah. tonight. Tonight in London, May tomorrow 12th. in Manchester, May oh, 13th, man. and uh, Saturday in uh, in Edinburgh, May 14th. May 14th. Yeah, so there's time. That's great. And I will plug uh, salt beef bagels, of which I will be eating one while I'm in London. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same here. Same so, here. Yeah. Bagel, same. Bagel, uh, same. Bring, you don't need to bring me one, but just like I, I need like a signal at the show that you've had a salt beef bagel that day. So like mm-hmm. maybe bring like an empty bag. Oh, you can there do you like go. a little circle over your head with I like your arm. that. Yeah, make no. like an O with your arms if you had the salt beef bagel. <laughs> That's perfect. So mm-hmm. tickets are still available at nadpod.com slash live. Uh, go there and go to the salt beef bagel place. Yeah. Get that beef. Sweet, guys. Uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use. At CH Murphy's Me, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Extra Emily, and at Jake is Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, we are the youth of the nation. Wait, wait, wait stop. Wait. We have to do the 8-Bit Book Club ending. Oh. I'm a fool. May the Baba Yaga not take you this night. May Bahamut bless May, you. May Bahamut. What okay. is it? Yeah, we, yeah. It, it was okay. Do you want to just start the song leave again? This, no, let's leave this okay, all okay. in. Leave it all in. Okay, okay, all discovering and yeah. remembering it. Great. There's eight bit book buds out there that are listening, and we're mad at us for a second. Oh. But I oh. hope you kept listening. I hope you kept listening. They don't turn it off in disgust. May May Bahamut bless you, and may the Baba Yaga not, not take, take you this, you this night. night. That's right. Save. I remember that. I remember that for my first time on. They made a book about a video game. Game. It's the end of the show, and you know what that means? We need to shout out our benevolent council of elders. I'm talking about Brad D, Jeffrey S, Hugh C, Later Mixgator, Matt M, Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jill and Tucker, who want to help Jake move out. Ouch. Dungeon Mama, Danielle the Dastardly Dame. Beardman Dan, Scott D, Danny P, Michael McD, Vincent W, Mr. Cole, Victor T, Balnor's Boy Forever, Dominic P, Andrew B, Justin I, Ragnar Fairdwind, TJM, Elena M, Trey the Cray, Jared E, Christopher B, Daniel R, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Buff Danny Elfman. Woo! <laughs> He's made it to the COE. Welcome, Danny Elfman. We're glad to have you. Richard X Machina, Michael L, Callum L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C, Thaddeus Thunderous Turtle, Samuel B, Mike H, Martin P, Matthew E, Colton B, Way Cooler Than Angry Wheat, Adam G, Tyler F, The Badger, Panama James, Andrew the Bard. Captain Sigil, Diana, Cece Lulu, Michelle O, Hercule Poirot, the rabbit folk detective, Timmy R, Crocoholic, Lucas B, Reiko, it's Kevin, Calders, Cold, Come, <laughs> hashtag can't stop me, New York, Cass Skateboard Cass, Stephen C, Michael M, Mike K, Lady Taco, Joy T, Nora, Wit. And Whimsy, Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, Esme M, Mutton the Mad Druid, a has-been trying to undo his friend who has been stuck as a polymorphed sheep for three weeks, Foster, the original boneless duck, Veronica P, Aaron, the asshole ranger, Ressa G, Big Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Burley T, Percival Frederick Stein von Musel Klausowski Dorolo III, Christian A, Olivia K, Jade Dragonborn, Joro the Inappropro, Cody B, Liam D, The Sandrian, Ben A, Feldonis, John III, Dave H, Vivian, Koala Bear, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Rebecca G, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, The Time Walker, Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian, Catsy, Kelsey J, Porkchap, Ariel the Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, Velociraptor, Manette the Magnificent, Magic Carp, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Amber W, Joshua D, The Bone Duster, The Charming Fluff, Robert Crisp, Master Brentley, Telekitty Creations, the official NADPOD, and my personal favorite illustrator, Plu! 
Loops, Carly Ann, Addie K, Amber, Lori P, hashtag end Calder's cold come, hashtag rise again the snowy spunk, spam gaming the submarine sailor who saw the eagle, Grant L, Connor Savage, Christopher J, Pebblepot, Logan S, Leviathan, Bioquart 7, Remington CD, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub Hop Dropper, Sydney T, Jack H, King of the Mole City Under Iron Deep, Aphirix, hashtag no censorship, hashtag pro CCC, ooh, it's getting spicy in this COE, Garble the Moist, Juicy Kiwi, singing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds in D minor, Champ Wild, Malin, Sprite Pepsi, Caroline C, Louie is your centaur dad, Armadon, the only, Emily S, Harry C, Chloe L, Noah the Bagel of all things, Estelle, Loya the Oiger, Conflicted DM, Justin L, Tori Lee Skirmisher, Dandy, Ian D, Bunny, Hashtag Claudius did nothing wrong, Hashtag Frog Pal sucks, Woo, Marcus P, Pup Kalish, Learns the Balanced Druid, Dakota James P, Frida Malo, Pagos, Self-Proclaimed Faye, Prince, Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Friar Frizzit, Andy E, Holly Hyena, Anthony A, Kristen Z, Leah C, Paige H, Ryan Urfi fully supports Calder's Cold Cub, hashtag CCC for life, Kristen with a K, Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, Neos, the novice monster hunter. My new friend Simon, who I met last night in Dreamland. He was a little sad at first. He seemed to think we'd met before. Morgan Monroe, a peeling sticker. Ah, the tale unfolds. Stephen E., Mr. Adams, Meg, the mail carrier of Bohemia, James F., Jimmy A., hi, man, hi, man, yeah, that's me. Captain Cappy, M4L, the Dragon Ambassador, Wayfarer, Inventor of the SS Storm Bjorn, Andrew B, Dalton B, Cope Fresh, Barpo, Good Barrel, Barbarian, and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep. Tari rhymes with Jabari, Welshlander, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Eric M, Mr. D, John P, Mr. Sillyhead, Monster. Captain Renee S. Cameron C. Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope. Olivia, the enchanting bard, who will totally be making money off of the Duck Team Tales with an on-the-go, all-the-stop show. Blue Slade. Michaela R. Albin's Alabaster Aftermath. Hashtag worth the 200. Solemn's Sticky Sauce. Hashtag CCC Double Down. Calliope's Cumulo. Come blast! Hashtag CCC forever! Riley S. Sir Sig 93. FICO. Melvin the Moontin. Love that. No one is cooler than angry we, especially not the front half of a horse costume. Arushi, an anachronistic enigma. The game itself. And what a one to end on. Emily. <laughs> That's it. That is our benevolent council of elders. Thank you all so much. We love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Goodbye, sweeties.